This is the Healthy Mind. This is the Healthy Mind. This, this is, is the Healthy Minds podcast. Welcome to Healthy Minds Radio Show. We are talking about the new year, particularly self-care and self-compassion in the new year. So if you haven't heard of Healthy Minds before, we are Calderdale's local mental health charity. We are here to support anyone to look after their well-being. Um, so today you are with uh, myself, Georgia, and we have Kia in the studio. And we also have a very, very special guest with us today. We have Sam McCormick, who is the founder and artistic director of Curious Motion, a non-profit dance and health company that aims to facilitate togetherness and a sense of belonging for people in our local communities. Thank you for joining us today, Sam, and giving up your time. Oh, thank you for having me. So can you give us um, a bit of a flavor for what Curious Motion is all about and how do you support people's well-being through your work? What could somebody expect when they came along to one of your workshops? Yeah, so we um, primarily work through dance and movement and focus on mental health um, and reducing loneliness particularly. And people can engage with us in a range of ways. So we have um, classes and workshops that are available. Um, we're building the programme up, so we're hopefully having something on most weeks. Um, they range from dance classes to more mindful movement sessions. Mm -hmm. We do walking events sometimes. Uh, we've just started a children's session. Um, and they're sort of classes and workshops and things that are open to everybody that people can drop in and out of that we're, we're kind of our kind of like bread and butter, if if you would describe it like that. They're the things that mm -hmm. are there all the time and are the sort of foundation of what we do. And then we also run sort of larger projects or experiences for people that are about going a little bit deeper. So we did a project last year called Ellen's Happiness Lab, where we spent eight months working with different groups in the community around what happiness means to them. And it resulted in a documentary film and a performance event um, that was really really fun so we're hoping we are working on the funding and all that stuff mm. that comes along with it but we're we're working towards some more um performance opportunities which we would love to involve the community in as well there's something really special about being part of a longer term creative experience with a group of people mm. um and coming to classes and things is wonderful as well but if anybody's interested in that deeper creative process uh, that's when you can get really kind of deeper into who you are you make connections with new people that can be long lasting mm. they could be lifetime relationships afterwards and um, so we offer everything from coming along to a class every now and again to, to coming and getting involved in something a bit deeper and um, exploring some of these topics a little bit more in depth through our bodies and through creativity mm -hmm. as well. Fabulous. It sounds so exciting. Um, and yeah, I think having a bit of um, of an end goal of something that you're creating together, I, I know what you mean. It kind of, it gives you more of a sense of a journey rather than coming to something coming to something each week which which you know might be might feel good for your body feel good for your mind kind of maintain your overall uh well-being but um yeah having something to work towards with other people I can definitely see how that that yeah. would kind of give a bit of a deeper experience and I know you've done um workshops with our time out yes, project for yes, children have, and young yeah. people as well mm. um and I know that they were very well received so you do you work um with young people generally as well yes or, we yeah. do yeah so we work with 
everyone yeah <laughs> which is very <laughs> kind of like us <laughs> big audience <laughs> yeah because we really we're, one of our sort of main um aims is to reduce loneliness because mm. the the health risk that loneliness loneliness mm. um poses is, is extremely um well, it's really awful. It's mm. as bad, if not worse, than some of the maybe physical health things that this mm. part of the world understands, like obesity. Loneliness is as bad for you as smoking. I think it's 10 to 15 cigarettes a day. Wow. Chronic loneliness. Mm. And we also know that mental health, we know we're, we're only just catching on now, aren't we, really, about the importance of our mental health. So because that's something that we're so passionate about and from my own personal experience and also experience of everybody that works and volunteers with us, we know that movement and dance are particularly important in mm. some of the um, the healing processes from experiences, or it might just be what you're saying about maintaining your mental health or improving it, but not you know not for a particular specific reason mm. so that means that we really want to offer that to everyone um which means we do work with everybody but sometimes we do tailor so for example working with time out mm. we're obviously working with you guys to really offer it for a particular age range mm. um so yes young people children and young people is is a big focus for us we've just started something in Ellen library um which is already full we've only had one session <laughs> and it's absolutely packed which shows you the um the demand the that, demand and the need yeah yeah especially um in the lower valley so yeah it's it's everyone but some of our projects are tailored to specific mm. people as well yeah this time of year can make us feel overly self-critical uh lots of us make resolutions new year's resolutions to kind of change our lives in some way and um that might be in the form of kind of brutal exercise regimes uh joining the gym i think kind of people the amount of people joining the gym goes up at this time of year um or it might be kind of assessing where you're at in your life and you know am I where 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 do I need to be where do I want to be um so and and kind of all of that particularly moving moving our bodies more in our lives some of it is a good thing um but how can we kind of make our lifestyles more active in a way that's self-compassionate rather than self-punishing very good question. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's tricky, isn't it? Because the messaging, traditional messaging that we receive from, you know, the media in general or, you know, the, the general public receives is generally about what is wrong with you mm, that you want what to do you change? Need to fix? <laughs> yeah, what do you need to fix? And actually, the answer to that is nothing is wrong with you to start with. Mm. But that's very difficult, I think, to really believe that I think all of us have our own little saboteur mm. in our heads that mm. tells us everything that's wrong with us all day every day I know I do I've really struggled with that in the past and so it can be really difficult when suddenly we're expected to have this brand new version of us mm. from day one of this new year and we're told that that we're told the ways we're supposed to do that as well which like you're mm. saying it's got to be exercise it has to be around it might be around food it might be around mm the amount of time you spend with your kids it could be anything mm. so it could be really easy to just fall into this like oh, okay this is I this feels horrible but it's what I should do mm. and actually what I have found from my own personal experience and working with so many different people with from all sorts of um different backgrounds for for quite for many many years is that actually the new year and these new approaches for us are really about what are the things that build us up? What are the things that fill up our 
cup, if you know what I mean. Mm. Like what things make you actually feel inspired, for example. And it might literally be that you managed to get five minutes with a cup of tea yesterday. And like last week, my cat curled up next to me and I just was like, this is gorgeous. I love this. I need more of this. It's got nothing to do with some of the stuff that we Mm. might be told we're supposed to do. The problem Mm. is it's really hard to do, or I think it's really hard to do because of our own self-critics and, you know, our brains are kind of wired to be aware of danger. Mm. So we can very easily kind of like start thinking about all the things that are wrong because we're trying to protect ourselves. Mm. Um, So I think there's like two things. There's one sort of not berating yourself for feeling like that and feeling pressured and feeling it's normal Um, But it's about how can we be aware that, oh, actually, maybe I'm just feeling pressured by an external thing that I actually don't have to buy into. And then, two, it's like, how can I how can I use a new year or an opportunity? It might not even be January. It might be any time in the year where I suddenly would like to refresh whatever it is in my life Mm. or there's a change I need to make. How am I going to make that? And what is it about those things I can do that are going to really look after my mental health and going to actually end up? with me feeling more fulfilled doesn't mean the process of doing that is going to be easy or or like comfortable it probably won't be Mm -hmm. (laughs) most positive change has some form of discomfort in there Mm -hmm. I think Um, and it's the same when it comes to movement a lot of people might come to us because they're thinking right I've got to get moving I'm going to go to a dance class yeah yeah Um, yeah. but we are we encourage people gently and in their own time to come to us to find out more about who they are and not mm. to come to us about just about their physical fitness, for example. You can absolutely come to us for that because mm. we can definitely help. Mm. But that's the reason we're there is deeper. It's about who are we and who are we together and how does that feed our kind of like souls? <laughs> you know, like it's yeah. that deeper stuff. It's not the superficial um, things that can sometimes overwhelm us. And I certainly have had my own experiences of trying to deal with that and it's really tough and it's not there's no one way of doing it there's no one size fits all but Mm. yeah it's exploring some of these um these things that we're told and and maybe just having our own understanding of who we Mm. are and what works for us and what doesn't absolutely and you have to actively think about that um yeah I think something just picking up on something you said there the things that we're told that we should feel Mm or do, um, or be. So there's kind of like, it's maybe turning those, I should be this, I should do this, into like, what do I want? Mm. What do I want to be? What do I want to do? Um, mm. I think that that's just, it, like sometimes in our language, just by switching some of those words can immediately change, change your perspective. Um, and I think it's also in terms of how to actually do this stuff, <laughs> it's so important to just tell yourself that it's okay if I like dip, so to speak, yeah. or if I don't, you know, if I miss that class or, you know, if I if I don't manage to keep up that healthy food um, plan that I've made for myself, or if I, you know, miss going to the gym or, you know, I if you don't do, because it, eventually, you're going to miss it. You're not, there's going to be a day where where it's going to go wrong and you can be so quick to punish yourself in that moment. So setting yourself up to be like, it's, I'm not going to be able to keep this up the whole time and I shouldn't have to. And that's just not realistic at all because it doesn't serve you to, to punish, to punish yourself. Um, 
it's actually, and I think, you know, there's, there's lots of evidence out there that, that self-compassion is way more effective mm -hmm. at actually mm -hmm. keeping you motivated to achieve something yeah. um, than self-punishing. And yeah, this thing around exercise in particular, um, and it's a lot of these external messages they're often around self-perception and bodies mm -hmm. and how you look and how you yeah. appear to the rest of the world. And um, I think that's just like confidence in our bodies and feeling good in our bodies is such, I mean, that's a whole radio show podcast oh, yeah. oh episode in itself. <laughs> that's a whole series in itself. Um, but it does feel a common theme at this time of year. Um, so the idea, just putting that, kind of idea in your head about I'm I'm not going to move to change myself mm. but I love that I'm not going to move to change myself but find out who I am yeah is such a nice reinvention um yeah I, I mean personally I mean I can talk about it professionally obviously but from my own personal experience the stuff that I have managed to do for myself has been the stuff that's tapped into who I actually am. That's mm. the stuff that actually gives me any benefit. And that includes things like improving my physical fitness, which I care about mm. for myself. And I grew up in a, in a dance world, which has its whole own <laughs> thing when it comes to body image. Um, and, you know, but the things that I have found that for me just make me berate myself and just mm. make me go, this doesn't look like it should or I, whatever... They're, I don't keep them up because they're painful. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're not looking after who I am. Mm. And I might feel like I should, which is why I'm doing them. I've done that hundreds of millions of times and I'm still trying not to buy into that as much as I can. Mm. But they're at the end of the day, they're kind of eating away a little bit who I am. And actually that's why I can't sustain them because eventually mm. I, I might benefit maybe from the thing I was trying to improve, but another part of me then doesn't benefit. Mm. Whereas in my mind, anything I want to make, the, the things I choose to to change or make do more of or do less of or whatever are about all of me benefiting, not just mm. my, I don't know, whatever it is, the way I look or, or it's actually about it's it's just so much deeper than that and but it's hard because you it is it's really hard to like know who you are anyway <laughs> we could go on a whole thing about like you know yeah. that kind of deeper work in yourself it's really really tough it's not easy at all but yeah I would say anything that feels that gives you that lovely fulfilling feeling mm. is like a great sign that mm. it might be something that you could sustain mm. yeah I, I really like that concept of setting yourself up to think this needs to fulfill like all these parts of me. And if you're, um, if you're compensating or if, if you're sacrificing, you know, your mental health mm -hmm. for something else, that's not balanced. And in the long run, that's not going to, that's not kind of going to be self-sustaining. Um, but yeah, some really, really good ideas and tips in there. And, uh, you know, one of the things that our listeners could do is come and try out one of your workshops. One of the ones that's that's yeah. not full, at least. Yeah, no, all our adult ones have got space. <laughs> I'm going to pass it over to Kia now to ask Sam a few more questions about Curious Motion. 
Thank you, Georgia. Um, so we've talked a little bit about um, self-compassion and creating active lifestyles, but in a really healthy way. Do you think you could tell us a bit about the impacts that you've seen on people's lives who've participated in Curious Motion and the activities that you have? Yeah, sure. So, um, oh, the impacts. Oh, my God, I could go on forever. And also I might cry, so... <laughs> I'm one of those people that starts talking about everyone and then I start crying all the time. Um, so I suppose one of the, the main ones that we see amongst lots of people we've worked with is, is the connection with each other, which is the big one for us. That's our focus is about creating meaningful connections with the people in the room. Even if you just come once, we want you to feel welcome and that you belong in the space and therefore you have positive connections with the people around you. But the people who um, come to us regularly or have been involved in various things over the years, um, you find that friendships form. Yeah. And it, it's just so lovely to see that sense of community mm. that comes out of it. And that in itself is the antidote to loneliness. Um, and also on a personal sort of individual level, people start to, I think, maybe um, tap into parts of them that maybe they hadn't uh, been as aware of. They might have an increased awareness of their body. We always talk about trying to bring the mind back into the body because of our Western understanding or the way we try to describe things. We describe them very separately. We talk about the mind on its own and we talk about the body on its own when mm. actually it's completely not like that. We are one thing. Yes, our conscious minds lead the way a lot because we live in a world that means that there's lots for that to do. But it's only one part of what's going on. And we find that people start to come back into, I say back into, because a lot of us are in our thinking brain a lot, aren't we? I am. I, You know, I have to do it to myself. Um, we're in that thinking conscious brain. This is what's going on. We're telling ourselves all these stories. And actually our bodies are holding our experiences from the past. They're holding our emotions. And it's about that coming back into like, oh, okay. Oh, wow. That makes me feel like this. What does that mean for me? And they, they get that experience, say, in a class with us. But when they're out and about in their lives, they suddenly really realize that they're better able to maybe help themselves sleep better they might be able to manage their anxiety a little bit more um it can be really really little sort of they seem small and little but actually make, they make a huge difference to somebody's lives so yeah it's that connection to each other and that sense of community building and friendship and, and feeling like you're part of something is so powerful mm -hmm. isn't it but also that sort of being able to physiologically tap into um, ways to look after their themselves, manage their stress, keep their bodies moving and have ownership over your own body so mm. that you don't feel like you have to go to someone else for someone else to tell you what to do with your body. It's yours. Yeah. So whilst we facilitate because people do want to have ideas and they do want to be d directed and looked after, we are about them being able to have that ownership over their body and, and it gives people more confidence and more self-esteem and yeah. I could go on forever, so I'll stop there. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've described it in such a beautiful way. And I think it's often quite hard to quantify all of those impacts that people might not be able to put words into, but are so important to services like the ones that you're offering. Um, and you, you provide creative and movement activities um, that are accessible to everyone. Why is accessibility so important? Um, and what's the need locally for more accessible activities? So in my mind and in our, our approach at Curious Motion, access is essential 
and we whenever we are thinking about creating something or offering something the first thing is is this accessible to as many people as possible? Sometimes we might need to be like, this actually is specifically for, for example, our over 55s group. But in within that, is it accessible to everybody within that group? Mm-hmm. And access, in, for me, I, I've done a lot of work. Um, so I run Curious Motion, but also work on a freelance basis in dance and health context. I've worked with lots of uh, disabled people and people who might have... Um, you know, where there are barriers in society that stop them from being able to access things. Those barriers do not need to be there. <laughs> and I strongly believe that our, it is our society's role to remove them. It is not about the individual. It's not about the person's problem. It's about the problems in our society that prevent us from being able to access these things. So that's like a core value of what we hold at Curious Motion because we work with a lot of people who would normally find you know, turning up to a, tra- a traditional dance class just you know, off the top of my head um, would just not be something in their day because it might be in a venue that's full of steps. It might be um, at a time of day that just is never going to work. It might be that it is really not set up for people who've experienced adverse life experiences. Um, it might not have any... Um, you know, it might not have anything around mental health or health directly, which it doesn't always have to. And there are amazing people out there running amazing things who aren't necessarily working in that field. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the time, traditionally, there's been a lot of barriers. So, it, I could, again, this is such a big subject and it's something mm-hmm. I'm so like learning about all of the time and also passionate to explore with people but we you know things like only using accessible venues we will only use accessible venues that means we're quite uh, limited mm-hmm. um but we try our best with everything that we do to make sure it's accessible in the sense that it's step free it's got accessible toilet facilities um it actually has got wide enough doors and you know logistical kind of physical things but also in our approach it's the way you talk to people. It's mm-hmm. the way you look at people. It's the way you create an atmosphere in a room. It's the certain music that you use. It's the like unsaid stuff that is going on mm-hmm. underneath everything that's bubbling away under the surface. And it's a, we're myself and the other artists who work with us. We have we've kind of honed our skills in kind of like what is that and what is that that we're offering and I think it's really needed so we particularly focus on Elland and the lower valley of Calderdale because there's much less arts um, activity in general there and also I lived in Elland and that's how Curious Motion was born just from living there and getting to know people but um, we have found that there are there are people in that area who for one reason or another are struggling to access things more in comparison to it's not to say that the people in other areas find it easy we know that that's also not true but there are gaps in the lower valley particularly with what we do and so we have set out to really try and break some of that down so it might be that we we're particularly building relationships with people seeking sanctuary which we've identified as an area where there is much less provision and support for them in that particular part of Calderdale and we've been working with partners such as St Augustine's to try and address that Um, or we might be working with with older people as I've mentioned before or just everyone so our adult sessions we put on and we we do we do really honestly 
authentically welcome everybody and we structure everything so that people can have their say so that then you don't come into a room and you're just a robot that has to follow us Mm. (laughs) you know (laughs) it's a like and it's an exchange with people so I think it's absolutely essential it is um, a huge problem in our society that many many people do not have access to things that are essential for their health and well-being and therefore their life um, and it's up to us in society to, to break those barriers down and that's something that we're doing our best and we're learning all of the time because nobody gets it right all the time but yeah I would um, say that that's that's a really big one and it's really important for, for everybody to consider with what they're doing. I think I think you're a shining example of like, <laughs> of that. and you know that's definitely a healthy mind. We that's something that we need to work on a lot mm-hmm. more. So it's it's really great to hear how how you're doing that. It's really really inspiring. So thank you very much for coming on and spending this time with us today, Sam. I think it's been really refreshing and amazing to hear everything that's going on. Um, and in fact, would you like to tell us a little bit more about what's coming up for Curious Motion in the new year and beyond? Yeah, sure. I'll try and keep this brief because I'm terrible at that. Um, So at the moment, we've got uh, our classes and workshops are running all year. So Thursday nights, we're in Rastrick. We do an adult evening class at the space at Field Lane. Lovely community venue if you haven't Mm -hmm. been before. Um, Tuesday mornings, we have our Over 55s programme. And all our sessions, I forgot to mention earlier, we do a dance class, but we finish with a cup of tea and a connection time. And it's essential. We build that into everything that we do. So basically, we run a load of coffee mornings and add a dance class on the front. (laughs) That's what we do. So it's so important. And also, it means people can just come for a cup of tea if they want to so have a look on our website and stuff the info's there fridays monthly we're doing a, a mindful movement adult session at lunch times all our classes and things are on our website and then we're working towards this is funding dependent but we're working towards another event in elland in the summer um a specially curated event around movement mental health um looking after each other social connection loneliness all the little bits that we're that we're really that's our remit and um, to bring the community together again I can't I don't want to say what it is yet because no. if we don't get any funding we won't be able to do it but <laughs> keep it mysterious let's just like send positive vibes out that that it will be happening um, and we're going to be starting some more walking in February as well mm. so lots of little ways to come and get involved um, and we have a podcast that we're actually at the moment we're reworking it so if anybody wants to feed into the creation background ideas on our podcast they can get in touch with us as well mm-hmm. we'd love to hear from people about and the sorts of maybe stories from people you might want to hear and um, the ways we could develop it. So, yeah, lots of nice things. And your website is curiousmotion.org.uk. We're on social media and all that stuff. And how can people get in touch with you? Email? Email um, is... Uh, great you can message us on social media um, my number is also on our website cool. it's all there um, and you can message us and stuff as well and we have the odd person that you know can text or whatsapp that's fine <laughs> fabulous some really exciting lovely uh, new opportunities for you to try some new things uh, this year 2023 and yeah you can find out more about us at our website as well healthyminds.coldadale.co.uk